Hey everyone, welcome back to Should I Cut Bangs? I'm your host, Kaylee, and happy March. It is International Women's Month, and not only is it International Women's Month, today is International Women's Day. So, happy International Women's Day and happy Women's Month. Obviously, we here celebrate women every single day because why not and as you guys know I grew up in a household of all women so I know it's so cliche to say like oh we celebrate women all the time I mean it's obvious because women have just like gone through it and of course we need to dedicate time and space to women but The fact that we boil it down to a day and a month, I mean, it used to be a day, obviously, and so we still celebrate that specific day, and now we have a month dedicated to women and the history of the evolution of women and women in society and stuff like that, but we're going to celebrate women every day, let's be real. So anyway, happy Women's Month. Let's freaking celebrate, guys. In honor of International Women's Month and the fact that this episode falls on Women's Day, we are going to talk about women. Yay. I feel like this is a topic that I could talk about forever because it gets me really amped. So we're going to try and like not get me too amped here because the inequality of women is such an issue for me. I just like can't handle it, but it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. So yeah, before we dive in, we're gonna go, we're gonna chat about current loves this week. So I'm a little late to the game on this one, but I ordered the book 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think by Brianna Weist is how I want to say her last name, W-I-E-S-T. So I've been trying to incorporate that into my morning routine. Read one of the little essays, if you will, from that book every day. And I've only heard good things about this book. So that's why I ordered it. And that's why I've been trying to implement it into my routine and into my day. And so far, so good. I love it. And I'll link that for you guys as well. I can't ever find it in a store anywhere. And on Amazon, it's not on Prime, but it's worth it. It's like, you know, $2 shipping. I still got it really quickly. And yeah, so I'll link that for y'all. Yeah. So that's my current love for this week. I've honestly had a really rough week. I don't know what's in the air, guys. I had like a really rough two days where just like any mild inconvenience was honestly just like rubbing me the wrong way. I don't know what it was, but I just like could not handle any little thing that was going on. So yeah, this past week has just been really, really rough for me. So like I said earlier, I'm going to really try and tone it down 
when talking about women and women's rights and inequality and things like that, just because we're still, we're still a little behind the curve of where we should be. And it gets frustrating some days to be a woman. And not that I want to be anything different personally, but it's hard being a woman in society and it's hard being a woman in society taken seriously and taken professionally and taken it's just hard it's rough but you know here we are we're still kicking and screaming very loudly at least if you're a part of my family you're really loud so here we are What I think is interesting about women is the fact that like we are expected to, you know, go through so many things time and time again, so many like difficult things and we're just expected to like smile through the pain and and this has been going on, you know, since like the freaking dawn of time, just like smile through the pain, you know, not complain or not have emotions and if you have emotions then they're invalid and like all these things so we've kind of just been like screwed over since day one because we are human and we have emotion and we and I say we have emotion like men have emotion too humans have emotion but we're also expected society wise to provide a lot And I'm going to get into that. But I feel like society expects a lot from us and they expect us to be strong, but then they don't want us to be strong. I don't I don't know. Let me know what you guys think about that. I literally get really confused when it's like, oh, women can do everything. Women can do this, this and this. And then when a woman is like strong and like resilient and becomes the CEO of a company or becomes an engineer or like solves a problem or builds something with her own two hands or is like, you know, physically strong, mentally strong, emotionally strong, you're put down. And it's like anybody can do that. And so it's very contradicting what society thinks of us and what society expects of us. I mean, how confusing is that for a woman? How difficult is that for a woman to live through? And I don't know. I feel like I'm making sense. I also feel like I'm talking in circles. I also have a lot of feelings. So I'm really sorry about all of that. But I feel like this is just going to be a lot of my feelings at once because I'm a woman and I have feelings. So I'm not going to apologize for that one. So because we are a part of this society where naturally because of the way that our society and our government and all of these things were set up, it is men that run things. Women have just been disempowered because men are in charge of everything and women have just been belittled because of it. And so it's really hard because not only are we starting at an equal place because we are all human, we're starting being beaten down because we've been belittled. And we don't have an even playing field as our neighbor who is a man. So this whole time we've been belittled and disempowered. And because of society, we haven't had the same opportunities. And here we are, you know, a few hundred, not even years later, and we're still 
facing problems just because we are a woman. I mean, we still have to fight for rights and march for rights and fight for equal pay. And I was thinking about this one the other day. I thought it was really interesting when I was preparing for this episode that like there's like the pay gap between men and women. And then and I don't know if pink tax is still a thing, but the fact that women were and are still paid less and then there's a pink tax. So not only am I getting paid less, I'm getting taxed more on feminine products, tampons and razors that are pink and deodorant that's marketed for a woman and stuff like that. How insane. Something that's out of my control, I'm getting screwed over for. And like we've been a society, we've been a country, we've been civilized for how long? And we're like just now starting to evolve from that. Absolutely not okay. Anyway, there's a little rant for you. Women have just remained so resilient through all of this. Probably a good thing that I was born the year I was born because I, I mean, maybe not. Maybe I should have been born a hundred years ago raising hell in the streets because I just can't even wrap my mind around some of the stuff that we have to go through today that's not equal. I just am like, we're humans. It's all human rights and it's all equal. There shouldn't be anything different just because a man and woman, I I just can't handle it. Okay, sorry, guys. I I told you, I'm going to get heated. I'm 13 minutes into recording. I'm already like working up a sweat. Okay. This is not to say women have to be the same as men. Women have to be and do everything the same that men do. Women don't have to own a business and run a business and be the CEO of a company and create things, you know, physically with their hands or mentally like creating things or whatever. Women not being able to have those opportunities and be given those opportunities just because they're a woman is where this huge problem lies. That is such a disservice to society. Women and men are different for a reason and women can give in other in different ways than men can give. Women doctors is a great opportunity for their patients. It's amazing. They see things differently. They have different personal life experiences than men do, and they can treat their patients in a different way because maybe they've experienced things that men haven't, and so on. Like women being teachers and women being, I don't know, a pilot, like all of these things. It's just women needing to have more opportunities. I think it's sad that we only in the past 100 years have just now been able to have this. I said 100 years, eh, rounding up or down, but you, you, you catch my drift. Okay, so, okay, guys, so let's take it back to the year 1776. So the future first lady, Abigail Adams, wrote in a letter to her husband, John Adams. I found this quote, this snippet from the letter, and it says, 
remember the ladies and be more generous and favorable to them than your ancestors. Do not put such unlimited power into the hands of the husbands. Remember, all men would be tyrants if they could. If particular care and attention is not paid to the ladies, we are determined to forment a rebellion and will not hold ourselves bound by any laws in which we have no voice or representation. So I found that to be really interesting coming from a woman in the year 1776 to say, be more caring towards the women today and moving forward in future generations than you guys have been in the past. And the women today and moving forward are not going to be able to follow any rules and any laws where women don't have a voice in those laws and in those rules. It's just so crazy that that was literally the year that our country was established. And she's not wrong. Like she's absolutely correct that that's what happened she saw like no this is not working and this hasn't worked in the past so women really need to have a voice here in this country that you guys are establishing for us yeah she's not wrong so in the year 1909 that's a long time after 1776 Women's Suffrage Party is founded, and that's the gateway for women to get into politics. Obviously, that's a really big deal. Women are not voting. Women don't have a say in anything, and I don't know anybody. I don't really have any stories or family history from that time. I wasn't able to get any in preparation for this episode, So the Women's Suffrage Party, their mission statement and goal was secure the submission of a women's suffrage amendment to the state constitution and its adoption at the polls. They were really, really, really working toward getting women to have a voice in politics and be able to vote. And I just really think that's the most important thing. And this was all happening in 1909. This is over 100 years ago at this point. And that's really not that long ago in the lifeline of things. It's just crazy. One year later in 1910, the women's suffrage parades began. The first one was in New York City. And then within three years, they had grown so much. I think it was across like three cities. I feel like there was one in DC, maybe one in Philadelphia. And there was around 10,000 people marching in the parades. In 1919, the, wow, how cool. In 1919, the 19th Amendment was passed. 19th Amendment is passed. Only white women get passed in this amendment. So in 1920 is when, when white women are able to vote. In 1924, Native American women are able to vote. In 1943, Chinese women are able to vote. In 1965, all people of color are able to vote. So it took a really long time. It took 55 years. Yeah, 55 years. Just the process alone that women went through, the pain, the marching, the protesting, everything that women went through just to be able to vote, just to be able to have a voice 
for themselves. And that was just the beginning because now they have to vote. Now they have to change laws or create laws or have a voice for themselves because before that they had no voice. There was so many pivotal moments in that time where, you know, we had World War II, we had plenty of other wars after that and in between that, and women had to go to work to provide for their families and to keep their households afloat and to keep society afloat while men were off at war. And women went and were nurses and stuff for the war, and a lot of women stayed home and went to work because they had to, and that was a huge shift in society and a huge eye-opener for society as well. And that was a big thing that happened in the U.S. that changed for women and caused like a big shift in a really, really positive way for women's rights as well. So some women in history that have impacted women's rights, even though there's like a billion women that we could chat about because let's be real, every woman is awesome and I literally want to talk about every single woman in the history of women because I freaking love all of them. A few women that came to mind that I wanted to touch on that I thought were really some of my favorites or some that I remember like as a little kid learning like literally sitting in elementary school and like I just remember these names whenever I hear these names I can just like I'm just taken back to like being a seven-year-old in elementary school learning about them. So Eleanor Roosevelt, she's the one that really changed the traditional role of the first lady. So I don't really know what the role of the first lady was before her apparently because nowadays the first lady they always have like a foundation or that they work with or that they create or whatever type of thing and so she advocated for human rights women's rights and children's causes and then she became the chair of the UN's human rights commission in the year 1945. So she's the one that really pushed for that and worked with all of these causes and really put herself out there and worked with stuff like that instead of just being home. And not that that's a problem, but she's the one that really took the role of the first lady and created it into something and used it with these causes, kind of like a Princess Diana type thing. Dang, I could talk about Princess Diana all day. Like once I said her name, my brain just like, ran in that direction. Okay, next is Naomi Parker. She is the OG Rosie the Riveter. We all know who Rosie the Riveter is. So a photo of her was the inspiration for Rosie the Riveter. She was... She had her hair in a bandana like tied back and she was working and she was like kind of like leaning over this like machinery. I'll post the photo of it on Instagram. So then it was published. They took it and made the cartoon-esque of Rosie the Riveter and published it as a patriotic campaign to get women into the workforce in the 1940s. So that's pretty interesting. It's really cool that she was the inspiration for that. I'll post the photos because I think it's really cute, the original of it. But yeah, so she's like actually in the workforce working in like a freaking 
warehouse machinery. It's like insane. But yeah, she looks really badass just like with her hair tied back with the bandana and like I think she's wearing like a skirt. Next is Rosa Parks. I literally I feel like Rosa Parks is burned into my brain. And then I was reading about her the other day and I'm like, there's like so much more to her in the best way. Obviously, I had no idea that she was already like the leader of her local civil rights groups and stuff like that. Obviously, she's an icon and a legend because she refused to give up her seat on the bus. Um, Like she was arrested, all of those things. Her doing that, I'm like, that move, that not move, like that... What she did, not moving on the bus, causing her to get arrested, causing the uproar, causing all of this, that's the most insane in the best way. That is amazing. That's probably why her name is like burned in everybody's brains more than anybody else. Yeah, crazy. Anyway, I didn't know that she was the leader of the local civil rights where she lived and like stuff like that. She's a legend. We already knew that, but like I was really getting into her and like her life and stuff. Everybody do yourself like five minutes, a light Google of Rosa Parks. Very fascinating. Okay, the last one is Sandra Day O'Connor. Did you guys know that she's still alive? Not to sound morbid, because I had no idea she was still alive. Everybody talks about her like she's already passed. She's 92, but I think everybody talks about her like she's already passed because Ruth has already passed. Yeah, Ruth should be on this list too. But the reason Sandra is on this list is because Sandra was the first woman to serve on the Supreme Court. Ruth was the second, which you still get a gold star for that. Sandra Day O'Connor is also the first woman to have a law school named after her, which is pretty legit. I feel like a lot of times when we talk about like, oh, a woman this, a woman that, I feel like I've seen it a lot of times in like recent things where it's like, oh, she's like a female comedian or she's like a female pilot or she's a female doctor. No, she's just a comedian. She's just a doctor. She's just a pilot. She's just somebody that has a law school named after them. When it's something where it's like you're the first female in the Supreme Court justice or you're the first female to have a law school named after you or you're the first female pilot, that's when it's a big accomplishment. If you're a comedian and you're a female, you shouldn't be called a female comedian. That's offensive. You're just a comedian. And I mean that in the best way, coming from like a feminist standpoint. Having a woman in the Supreme Court literally changes everything for the best. And it did change everything for the best. She was the first. I can't remember how long after that Ruth was. How do they do it? Vote. They're not like voted in. It's like the president that like elects them in. But you know what I mean? How long after that Ruth became into the Supreme Court? It literally changes things because again like I was saying like having a woman doctor it's nice to have like a woman's point of view on things because they have different life experiences and different points of views having a woman that high into politics is so it's a breath of fresh air for the rest of the country having 
different brains and different feelings and different thoughts sitting in the same room voting on laws is really, really important when the people who have to abide by and follow those laws are all different people in different brains living in the same world or same country, I should say, at that point. It's just so crazy how we're sitting here today in the year 2023 in a country that is hundreds of years old and women are just humans and we're still fighting for rights. I mean, let's be real. It's kind of a little messed up. It is what it is. And also, let's be real, women are awesome and we literally have to fight for rights and we always come out stronger. We always come out more resilient, whether we want to or not. That's what happens at the end of the day. Like we're freaking badass. We are so much stronger than men. Like, I'm so sorry. I love men, but we're way cooler. And <laughs> this is not a podcast about hating men. I promise. This is just International Women's Month and we're going to freaking own it. Let's be real. But we have to go through so much just because we're a woman. And we just need to turn around and own that shit and... Just be a strong, resilient woman. And as much as we hate it, as much as I hate it some days, the inequality sucks. I can't imagine being alive 200 years ago and dealing with that inequality. So I'm happy with what I have to live with today, I guess. Even... I do really need to research, guys, if we have pink tax. I know some of you guys out there that listen know about pink tax. So please let me know if we have pink tax. And still, I think it might be like vary by state. But I would like to know if we have pink tax and if women get paid less. Because if so, I need to like speak to a senator or something, whoever can change that. Because that is so insane to me. I did not think about it until this week. I hate that. I really, really, really hate that. So thanks guys for joining me on this freaking rant of an episode. I'm really sorry. I told you guys I was going to get amped and I did. And I just like love women. I love being a woman. I love, 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 love talking about all of this stuff. The inequality just like drives me up a wall. The fact that women are held back by society makes me want to like move every single woman onto like the planet Mars and we can just all have our own little like happy world with like no inequality. I, I don't know. I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. Maybe we could do that. Yeah. Inequality sucks, but women don't. So yeah, that's that's how I'm feeling. That's how I'm feeling on this beautiful women's day and women's month. But Every day is Women's Day because women are freaking awesome. We do it all. We do all the things. We do everything and more because we can. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening to my freaking craziness and all of my thoughts and feelings about women and all of the craziness. Sorry, my thoughts are just all over the place. I, I probably need to work on that. 
drop a comment on Instagram of who your favorite woman in history is, who you like to look up to or study. I'm very curious because I'm always down to study more women in history and I think it'd be fun to look up more people and do a little more research just for myself and for the fun of it. Okay, so for high lows this week, my high is that I took a nap the other day. That is probably a really weird high, but when was it? I don't know. It was in one of my more recent episodes. I was talking about how I need to like listen to my body when I need rest. I listened to my body when I needed a rest and I'm really proud of myself, guys. Really proud of myself. So that's my high is that I listened to my intuition, my intuition, yeah, my body's intuition, listened to my body's intuition, and I took a nap, and I'm very proud of myself. Okay, guys, my low is a little TMI, so I'm really sorry. I don't know why this happens to me, but every once in a while, when I say every once in a while, it's literally like once a year, maybe twice a year, maybe twice a year. And I don't, I don't know what the cause of it is. It happens usually when I'm traveling, especially when I go on an airplane. But every once in a while, I just will randomly get this like insane stomach ache and feel very nauseous. And I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. But I literally like cannot move and I feel so sick. So the other day, I felt that. I felt so sick. Josh is like, you always feel better after you go throw up. You're going to just go throw up. You're going to feel fine. And I'm like, I don't want to. I hate, I hate throwing up. I don't want to throw up. My love is that I tried to just go to sleep at night and not go throw up before I went to sleep. So I got like two hours of sleep the other night instead of listening to my body and listening to my freaking husband. And so I looked at the clock and it was 2 a.m. and I had been laying in bed in pain, like the worst stomach ache. And then I went through up and then I was perfectly fine. Like, I don't know what that is, guys. If anybody else ever has that where it's like, but it's not like food, like it has to be some sort of like food poisoning. I don't know. But like once I throw up, I'm fine. It's just like something does not sit well in my stomach, but it only happens like once a year. I don't know. Sorry, guys. Somebody diagnose me, please, because I don't want to go to the freaking doctor. I don't know what that's about. So those are my high lows for this week. And I'm really sorry about my low just being like about my freaking medical issues. I don't know. But you know what? This is this is the podcast where we just don't we don't have filters apparently, so I'm really sorry, but now you guys know about my weird, really weird random stomach issue. And that, okay, also that stomach issue did not start until almost four years ago. So I don't know what that's about either. Yeah, it's not a COVID thing because it was before the pandemic that this all started. I don't know. I don't know. All right, guys, thanks again for tuning in today. If you would like to leave a rating and review, that would be awesome. Scroll down to the bottom and you know what to do. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss a thing. Follow along on Instagram at shouldicutbangs.podcast. Everything will be linked in the show notes for you. See you guys next week.